Yeah, we all That's we all get a bowl and we go eat it in our Tesla. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode 68. This is the Yarmir Yager commemorative oh, episode. Yeah, it is. And we want to welcome you. Um, please pull up a seat around the table. Um, this podcast is called Podcast in Place in commemoration of all of the freedom that we had, and now we can't move anywhere, and we're forced to stay in our house. Um, so please respect the law and do what you're going to do in your own place. Uh, and by doing that, you can also join us on our podcast. Um, we also are simultaneously streaming live on Facebook, so that's still available to us. Uh, please go out to Facebook and um, you can watch us. You can chime in. We would love to see any kind of feedback. We'd love to hear, see you wave and, and uh, ask your questions and, and all of those things. Um, if you're really lost for where to go, please go to lunchtimeinrome.com. There you can find such wonderful things as previous episodes and um, show notes. And um, again, that would be 67 weeks of material for you as you hibernate and ride this um, coronavirus out in your house. One for every day that we're going to be in isolation. <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully not that long. Please, no. The other thing that you can do at lunchtimeinrome.com, besides subscribe and download our podcasts, uh, is take our relational needs questionnaire, which was lovingly built by several of us, but we give all the props to Casey. Um, well, not all of them, but most of them. Uh, anyways, it's out there. Please go out and take your quiz, and um, that will help you understand what kind of a person that you are, what your needs are. Um, and then how to possibly relate to other people because you know yourself a little bit better. Um, so with that, I want to welcome Jay. Hi. I want to welcome Chris. Howdy. And two weeks in a row. I decided to be consistent. Great. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Some things need to be consistent in today's <laughs> right day and before age. we go on hiatus. Yep. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. And I also welcome Eric. Hey, buddy. And again, this is lunchtimeinrome.com. Um, Jay, please explain to us what Lunchtime in Rome is about. Well, the problem everyone faces to varying degrees is being alone. Some people, especially these days, are really alone, but others are in their homes with other people and yet still feel alone. And the way to fix that is through a Bible verse, which is Romans 12, 15. And it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. It's joining somebody in their emotions, not telling them how to feel, not correcting how they feel, but just joining them in their feelings so that they wouldn't feel alone. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's as if we were having lunch in Rome, Rome 12, 15. And the first 20 minutes, we celebrate life and we model that Bible verse. We rejoice with each other. We mourn with each other. The next 20 minutes, we go over some topics or some tips and ways that we can keep people from feeling alone. And then the last 10 minutes, we go over some current events and apply what we've learned uh, to those news items. And so that is what this podcast is about. Yes, it is. So who would like to go first? It's been a kind of a short week because we just did the podcast last Thursday. Tonight is Monday. Yeah, I'm um, glad we're I'm glad we're sneaking one in. Um, so 
I'll I'll go first. That's fine. And I I'm using this uh being selfish. I'm using a, a my food picture this week for the featured picture. I made I'm good at making grilled cheese. And I made some really good Look like good grilled cheese doubled Thank up you. in one pan. Right. Like you fancy or something. Well, I got I got a nice big cast iron. Yeah, Not as do. big as yours. Well, but it's nice and big. Insert joke here. And uh but I used three types of cheeses. Look at you. Wow. I used the Munster, Colby Jack, <laughs> and Cheddar. That's the what biggest. was that was yeah, that was what was in the fridge. Do you know who Eric Greenspan is? I know that name. Not Alan Greenspan. No, Eric Greenspan. Yeah, no, Alan. Yeah. You should look him up. He okay. is very often on Food Network. He's a good friend of Guy Fieri. Um, but he is a then I probably noticed he's him. like a 15 star Michelin chef, but he owns a grilled cheese restaurant. Grilled cheese is the best. You've talked about him before. That'd be twice. I yeah. love grilled cheese, and uh, that's what my lady wanted, and that's what she got <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Sounds really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it w- it turned out really good. A lot of I posted on on Facebook, and people were asking what we paired up with it. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> Our mouth milk. <laughs> Do you guys do? Are you? Do you guys drink milk? I do milk, but I don't drink like milk at meal. I drink milk like on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had some chips. People were asking if we did pickles. Didn't have any pickles mm. in the house. Oh, Didn't have any tomato soups. That's one of my faves. Is like tomatoes, and tomato, tomato soup. soup. And, oh, that that's so good. good. Rachel's a huge fan of you know just simple tomato soup, like Campbell's yeah. tomato soup made with milk. Like I've offered, yeah. like, I'll make you a homemade tomato soup. I've never made. She's like, no. <laughs> so okay. she doesn't do the tomato bisque, no. Just straight up tomato, bisque. no yeah. bisque, no bisque. And then you know we've we've faced the hardships that I'm sure pretty much everybody is uh, facing right now. But um, you know work's been tough. Although I'm really thankful and really grateful that we both still have jobs and we're and we're getting paid through this yes, tough yes. time. Um, and uh, we're figuring out how to make things work by Skyping with family and friends and, and all that. Well, you and, talk uh, about emotional needs, yeah. you know, and dealing with grandparents who can't come over and see their little Maggie all the time uh, that I can't imagine it's, the battle that is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, cause they just want to love their granddaughter. I mean, right. you know, and then they're right. used to seeing her all the time. Right. Um, so there's lots of like foreheads and eyes only on, on the, li- such on the a scary living, picture on the such living room a TV. Scary picture. It's so funny watching like, you know, older people use Skype and all this video conferencing. It's like eyes and forehead. That's, and that's, that's ageist, it. Eric, on behalf of certain no, members of our the, listening it's audience. It's the truth. It's the truth. I, I stand care. up for the senior citizens. You can reach me at, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, but it's also been kind of like, I do appreciate kind of like. I don't want to say the new. I'm so tired of hearing the new normal, the new normal. But I am I am thankful that like we're kind of putting in place things that we can benefit from mm-hmm. post this. Like we're going to be streaming our church service. I feel like we're we're aiming to do it from here on out, not just during this quarantine. So like if shut-ins want to want to watch the service or somebody has to stay at home sick, mm-hmm. they can still see the worship service and we've kind of been forced into doing that. And you know, which our, we should have been doing for quite a while sure but you know we just have it hasn't been top of mind and you know it's one more thing that we got to do but um you know getting grandparents hooked up with skype and and so they can kind of you know visit with us virtually and things like that is skype your preferred method of yes okay it is for the simplicity of doing it with grandparents and whatnot Mm -hmm. because it's you know just an app everybody has the app once you get it set up it's it's good to go but um but yeah, so it's been it's been that we've taken a lot of walks, 
lot of walks. I got a stick. If you listen to last week's uh, <laughs> last week's episode of the podcast, I got a stick to kind of keep Maggie in line and beat her with the stick when she gets out of line. No, I just kind of, I just kind of nudge her along. You know, like if no. she's if she's moving into the street. Well, that's what I know? was going to say. It's more left to right. Yeah, it's not it's, forward. Right. It's just like <laughs> right. God, you're a barbarian. Yeah. If that's the case. Yeah. No, it's it's just yeah. Move so you don't have quicker. to bend over all the time and be like, right. oh, careful, careful. Right. Just use the stick. A little yeah. Bap, bap, bap. yeah. Not even bat, bat, bat. More it's, like, it's, it's I funny. Saw how it on, she's I saw like, it on the way in the house. She's yeah, right out there. Yeah, it is. She's pretty defiant. And like, she just like, uh, <laughs> she'll, she'll like bat it out of the way. Just like with her arms. She's like, no. And I'm like, Fuck. takes it and snaps it across her knee <laughs> and holds both and looks at him. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> um, walks. But yeah, that's kind of, that's what's going on with us. Um, and I, I, I'm sure it's probably really similar to a lot of people who are listening to this right now. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so I have been making these sandwiches. Mm. Um, it's mm-hmm. egg and it's egg and cheese. Well, it started with the BLT on Sunday uh, or Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday. And I've just I've, I've I've just cut up a bunch of stuff like tomato and an onion, and, and we have avocado. Um, so mm. I've I've been making variations on um, BLTs. Okay. And so mm-hmm. today I, I had a, for lunch, I had a, an English muffin with butter and mayonnaise on the English muffin itself. And then I did a fried egg with ham and Munster cheese. So good. And then on the, um, I, I put tomato and. Um, Isn't Munster uh, cheese one of the best cheeses? Cheese, it's, it's, it's one of my favorites. And, I, and lettuce and avocado. I spread avocado also on the um, uh, English muffin. And just the flavors all together were so good. Plus, I had a bag of Cheetos on the side. And a warm sandwich. <laughs> a bag of Cheetos Avocado on the side. On like a breakfast sandwich or like mm-hmm. a... It's, it's magical. way underrated. It's magical. It's, yeah. yeah, I'm a fan. So that's what I've eaten. I've, I've just, again, been doing different variations of, you know, dead pig and um, cheese and, and eggs. Uh, well, bacon and ham. I've, yeah. I've been doing bacon and ham. Bacon, is like, I love bacon, but so I love much. bacon as the feature meat. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really like, like the additional. Bacon, I yeah, I don't like a bacon burger. I totally share that with you, and everybody no else way. thinks I'm crazy. No, see, bacon is good. Is excellent on its own. Yeah, I don't want bacon it on my stands, chicken sandwich. It's I don't own. want bacon on yes, my burger. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. I want if I want bacon, I want bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, all right. And so and so that's what I've been eating, um, and it's been fantastic because it's just such a great meal to have. And then what I've been doing is trying not to lose my mind. Um, mm. I'm kind of an independent person. I, I like to go out and do things. Uh, so this has been this has been a little tough for me. Um, I've had thoughts of leaving the state and going um, on a mini vacation. Uh, that's been nixed, um, so I can't do that. Uh, but it's probably all for the best. So I have been looking a little bit more inward and upward, and it's like what what am what's my higher purpose right now? So I've tried to be. I've tried to. I've started to do things like read a little bit more and Ugh. just contemplate a little bit more and do a little bit more writing and just things that I I do enjoy doing. I I, I mean yeah. I feel like I've always been created. Like I feel like I've been created to be a worship leader and a writer. And somebody that like that, that that speaks what I've been writing and thinking about and contemplating about. Um, I just feel like that's what what I've been put here to do. And um, so you know, I've been tapping into that a little bit more recently over the past couple of days, and it's been really healthy. It's been really challenging. Um, I've I've worked from home for two years now, and I feel like in this time, and I, I mentioned it the other day on on last week's podcast. I do feel like right now is kind of a reset, and 
I've just really been challenged with, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. There's a lot of negative attitudes that I could take. And we're going to talk about uh, kind of this is the gist of this this week's podcast. But what am I going to do for good? You know, and so that's that's really what I've been challenged with this week and um, over the last couple of days. So no, and I celebrate that. And it is we all have that exact same challenge. You know, we we talked about it before the podcast tonight of how let's you know, let's set everybody up for success and everything else. And yet we're all going to go home and be challenged within X amount of minutes or hours. You know, <laughs> and the fact that we wanted to get this podcast in so that we could display being obedient and being part of the solution. And then, you know, we realized that the quarantine, if you or the stay at home, stay in shelter comes at eight. Shelter in place. Shelter in place. Yeah. eh, Yeah. Well, go tell Amy. But um, so even at that, we've screwed up what we tried to do, which was to be obedient. But I never said I was going to be. Well, that's true. (laughs) That was at least that was mine. But, um, you know, I, I like to be creative. We've made. I don't want to say jokes, but how I grew up very alone. Um, even though I was in a, a seven person household, I was the youngest by four years and then six and then eight and 10. And I was left home a lot. And I was always creative in the games that I would play. The joke was always, you know, that I, I played tag against the wind <laughs> and my, my, my uh, children still think that's just more sad than funny. Um, but I've used the time to be creative in my parenting and in my ministering. Um, you know, uh, Christina Mara sent me a picture of some crafts that she worked on and said just how she's bored out of her brain and she likes to be crafty. And I, and she said, does anybody need this? And I went, aha. And so we put it into place where moms or crafty people at our church could post items they've made that are crafty. Yeah. And then if you have somebody in your life that is lonely or shut in or needs just some attention that we can match the two up and we can have this person fill their time by making crafts delivered to these people who need love. It's a great idea. Um, You know, and I talked about last week having my kids fill out a schedule every day, you know, and, and we're working on a new project where it's part of their creative time and they're doing creative writing and including other people in in that regard. Um, And so it's fun for me to, to, make the most of each and every day and find creative ways to communicate or to entertain. Um, like even today I did another blog post on my, on my website and it was sort of what we're talking about today, which is, you know, why is this hitting some people really hard? Mm -hmm. And it's funny. Anytime I do a blog post, you know, I get maybe anywhere from four to 10 comments on the various things and maybe five shares. And it depends. I might get, a hundred to a thousand views, unless I'm talking about my kid dying and going to to uh, Disney World, and then you get eighty six thousand. Yeah. But today I posted, and I got one share and one comment, and I was like, maybe everybody's just a little bit tired of uh, <laughs> on why we're feeling the way we're feeling, and maybe tomorrow I'll just make uh, what's the biblical term a douchebag post <laughs> and just be funny and and a relief, you know. Yeah. So okay, all right. Well, then that's my challenge now. Right. And even at home, you know, there's four of us, and Joe, his uh, he has to do every day something physical uh, as far as exercise, but he also has to do something like a chore or productive. And we have a universal weight set that he outgrew in the basement, but it's big and it's a big monstrosity that it was everything that Tyler and I and Hunter could do to get it in the house. Yeah. Well, we don't want it in the house anymore. 
because he can't use it. Nobody uses it. So he's been for the last three days dismantling it <laughs> with tools so that we can get take it out piece by piece. So that was creative, you know, but he's losing his mind. And it is that slippery effect that not everybody is okay at any point in time. And I don't know what the magic number is. Like if three of us are okay, is that okay? Are we winning, you know, in this competitive life of quarantine or if just half, is that the number or, or do all four of us have to be okay? And how far can one person not be okay for it to be okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> but food wise, you know, I still am cooking a lot. I've been charcoal grilling since I fixed it and that's been fun. Um, but I've been, I've been having a hankering lately to get back into my Chinese cooking. And I think I'm going to be doing Ooh. some of that. I, I have, a, I, I think instead of Chinese cooking, you meant ribs. <laughs> oh, I do have actually two racks of ribs that are frozen. So I could thaw those out as well. But, um, I, um, I scored at Sam's some boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Now the organic kind, so it's a little pricey, but since we can't have Tuesday nights now, I'll just cook it for myself. Maybe make some Chinese. Something like that. Or maybe given the current climate, I should not. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Maybe that's racist. What's going on over there, Chris? Hey. (laughs) So, uh, somebody gave me a thumbs up on that. (laughs) Yeah. Probably probably run her. (laughs) Our our update is, uh, and it's, it's hard when, the days start to run together and each day doesn't mm. seem that different. I thought you were going to say like where the days go by like hours and the hours or years <laughs> sands, and the years go by like days. Oh, I thought you were like sands through the hour. Yeah. yeah that's the days, days of our lives. Yeah. That's definitely where I was going. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it starts to run together. So yeah, you, you're trying to find, you know, different things to keep yourself occupied. Um, I'm very thankful that um, my kids have been getting along pretty well. And like, Considering the situation with, and with each other and yeah. with Amy and I, so yeah, considering being stuck, you know, together, yeah. um, <laughs> maybe that's what they need. They're like, finally, we just get to stay at home and play video games, <laughs> right? That's well, kind of how I feel. I'm like, finally, I get to catch up on my video games, <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> Although, we do, we you know, we try, we have the, the schedule thing, like Jay talked about, was it this week or last week? Last week. Pot. Yeah, that just like, you know, they got to have some academic time and some creative time and, yeah. you know, can, make sure you're off screens and, and, and exercising a little bit and trying to, you know, something to do. Can I interject something real yeah, quick? Man. I don't mean to steal your thunder, no, but I'm going no to. Thunder. So uh, Governor Wolf is outside the window staring at us. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, when my kids in, in Penn Hills, um, right when they left, um, they had, there was these packets that they should be downloading and, and doing of work every day. And after like a day or two, we realized, well, they don't, it's not mandatory. Right. But all last week we told the kids like, you got to do your homework. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you go back, you got to do your homework. Did they find out? Ethan found out. Oh, oh no. Stupid friends. It, it was his friend, Nick. He was like, you guys don't have to do that. But but to Ethan's credit, um, he's we've, he, we've continued to keep on them about it and they're, they're still going to do it. Because we're like, you just That's don't, good. you just don't know. Like this. Well, the, well and it's just good. And as two, I have two things to that. One is I've always said to my kids, do schoolwork to learn, not for the grade, Mm -hmm. because if you do that, you'll get both. Oh yeah. But if you just do schoolwork for the grade, you may not learn. Yeah. So that's why you should still do it. But as a supplemental employee of the Penn Hill school district, I will say on their behalf, the good Todd Holler said that he told his students, it is not required anymore, but it is expected. And when we come back, it will be assigned. Mm. And I thought, boy, that's the best way to put mm-hmm. it. Right. It's Might not as well required, get it done. but it's expected. Sure. Yeah. 
and it will be a sign. And it will, yeah. So it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back to you, Chris. I don't, yeah. yeah. No. So and 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 my here, my kids. Like I think we talked about this a little last week too. That we've been hiding it from Lily. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you. <laughs> well, she's gonna mother f you bad. <laughs> when she finds out because she, as I think, as Amy put it today, if we let her, she would just turn into YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like she would just tw- more that more than TikTok. Yeah. 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 I think so. Who knows what kids I watch? I don't know. <laughs> What's this YouTube you speak of? Um, so there's that. But then, of course, our other kid, Ben, like, knows that he doesn't have to do it. And yet he's just, like, a month ahead on, on calculus now because it's just so fun to do calculus, as you all know. But that's What's he, what's he not for doing? Ben? What's he not doing? Right. He do, He's definitely not doing, like, his English, his English language okay. arts kind doesn't of stuff. Like, okay. okay, because yeah, yeah. Ben, ben is, like, Mr. Last Minute. Right. So the fact that you said that he's... I'm now officially scared. Right. He's no, so he, bored. Well, but for him, it's so fun. Yeah. So fun. What a nerd. Yeah. But as as I said, you know, how our days are you know all similar, but today was actually a work day for Amy. She had to... Um, they actually have to put in three days this week. And, and a lot of it was travel and just going into the, the physical school buildings. And Oh, and she had to go back? She had to go back to like get supplies and things that she's going to need because they have to, you know... They're starting next Monday, the thirtieth. They have to be ready to go with some. some How are they going to do it? Online learning. Yeah, I'm really not sure of the details for. Um, I think she said she has to like. For, for her, it's different as a music teacher. You know, each kid gets music once a week, so she basically has to put up like one lesson for each grade level per week, something like that. Sure. So you know. It, how is that going to look? Am I maybe I'm the cameraman? I have no idea exactly the details yet, but we're we're going to be doing a lot of that at home. I'm sure it's coming for me too. But here's you know, of course, she's getting all these details. Penn Hills doing all these details. My school district, not heard a thing. Nothing. <laughs> Keysports like I have no idea what's we'll going on when we up. see you. <laughs> and I'm keeping up. See I'm you checking in the my fall email of 2020. I even got a uh, a uh, an email from my principal on friday saying hey i can't believe you know we're already at the end of our first week of of this whole thing and you know he goes on and on and like about, new quarantine who dis <laughs> <laughs> and at the end he says yeah i got nothing new for you so i'll just you know i'll keep you up to date when i hear anything so following your lead captain <laughs> yeah at least i know that i'm not you know i'm, I'm getting the emails but yeah there it's not no, that everybody else right. has all these lesson plans but that's and, where my brain goes is like oh i bet i'm missing something no there's nothing so, it is good to hear. Nothing exciting food-wise? You know what? I'm going to go real simple. My family is obsessed Oh, wait, with stop. Eric, what, what is his family obsessed with? Food-wise? We're just guessing. This is a small inner uh, podcast game. Oh, okay. He just said, my family. Now, mind you, the clue is he said simple. Obsessed with. I was going to say macaroni and cheese. Hold up. Bacon. Right. What did you say? <laughs> bacon. Piles of bacon. I'm going... Popcorn. Mm. Those are all nice, but no, it's honey bunches of oats with almonds. <laughs> oh, we, dude, you said simple. That's not simple. No, we just got black cereal. You got almonds on with it. almonds. Well, it's just all That's in the bougie. box. That's bougie. bougie. It's <laughs> it's boot. Yeah, we all we That's all get a bowl and we go eat it in our Tesla. <laughs> 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 That's not true. Um, but we have decided, like, it used to be, oh, we'd get a box of that, and we'd get a box of something else that Lily wanted, and something that Ben wanted, or whatever. And in the past few weeks, it is, everybody's like, no, just forget the other stuff. 
we want honey bunches of oats, and so we have like three boxes of that in our house. You right got now. like? Are you eating it three from like a boxes. mixing bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did that the other day. I didn't fill it up. I was good. But You're like a quarter milk. A box of cereal. <laughs> he just like you know, remember the uh, the small like vacation boxes oh, yeah. of cereal. He does that with the big box. <laughs> yeah, just cuts a big X over it, opens it up, pours a gallon of milk in it. I'm the daddy. I'm the dad. Hey, they they go through it faster than me. I wish I had had more, but uh, yeah. that's that's Lily and Ben's go to. I'll pick you up sure. some when I go to Sam's Club. Next I, time. Man, that's one thing I miss. Like when I'm eating low carb, I miss cereal. Cereal. Yeah. It's so it's good. so easy and it's so good. Oh man! Any time of day or night. Yep. It's oh yeah, especially late at night. Yeah. Oh, I want to bring up something or... else, and it, and this goes to surviving this time, which is sort of the transition to the podcast. Um, but a friend of mine, uh, Dan Shaw, who is the head coach for the North Allegheny volleyball team, uh, two-time defending state champions, um, and just a good guy. Uh, he's the one that once did the uh, school closing slash delay fantasy league where you drafted schools <laughs> and then if you got a two hour if they would call a two hour delay you'd get a point if they call, if they canceled you got two points and it was like brownsville was the big one yeah but they've done a this is the second year they're doing a snackatology bracket where it's one versus 16 and it's all different snacks and it's 64 different snacks. And so I, we can maybe include it in the Google and the uh, show notes. Yeah. But I want everybody to go and vote because last year it was different. This year it's just all snacks. And there's a lot of bad seating in my opinion. But tonight I think ends the voting uh, for the first round. So I just wanted to throw that uh, out there. Things to keep track fun. of. It's really fun. And he does a nice, uh, whatchamacallit, a nice uh, description. Like you can either read the whole thing or just go right to the voting. Yeah. Um, Speaking of fun and not to ruin your segue, but I'm, I've been watching uh, ESPN Ocho. Ah, the Ocho yesterday. Where you're seeing things like professional rock skipping and marble racing. Marble racing. Uh, I was into that marble the mar- racing. Dude, they had referees. They had police escorting like streakers how they had, out. Like, the crowd. Yeah. Like all the crowds of marbles. I missed the marble racing. I saw the uh, slippery. I was into the marble. I was, I was like, ah, I, I was just I staring. Seen it. It was the awesome. slippery stair challenge left us wanting. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it was, was fine. It was yeah. Is it's that so literally funny. just people trying to climb slippery stairs. It was the, the custom made stairs. I think they went from college campus to college campus, yeah. and it would be Something like, like soapy. Wipeout. And... Remember, like remember wipeout? Yeah, it was like that kind of like okay. obstacle, like made out of foam. It wasn't like cement stairs that they decided <laughs> to spray down with soap and mark with uh, that would have been better. Little, just hidden camera, little BBs, <laughs> little ball BBs bearings, at the top. ball bearings. It's all ball bearings now. It's all ball bearings. Um, I, I saw the I saw the jump off the the high dive. It's like the a, death diving. It was a Norwegian take. one. Ooh, yeah, we're like I gotta check that you, out. You're like up until the last second. You have to do something that makes it look like you're gonna do a belly flop. Like and it's like way high up. Yeah, and like you, there's <laughs> just, no way. There's, uh, I mean, and there's one thing like there's something that I really appreciate about something really really simple, like and, like honey bunches honey, of bunches of honey almonds and almonds. Yes. <laughs> no, but like like for. The Winter Olympics. One of my favorite things is curling. I could watch curling all afternoon. I love watching curling. You also like to sweep. <laughs> he does like to sweep. You also like to sweep. Wow. And your point being, but I'm, that's why I appreciate the Ocho. It's like it's much simpler. Like I could I could watch the marble races and stuff because. If if you if you watch it, there's there's one race of the marbles. They were going down this like dirt pathway. This like it was like a canyon. It looked like a canyon <laughs> for marbles, and like I'm like, well, 
is it going to be this person or this or this person, this marble the whole time? And then no, it like switches up. And I'm like, come on, yellow. Right. Like I'm rooting for yellow. Like the yellow you're marble. I've him. never seen this and I really want to. <laughs> you're, seeing it, you're seeing them like bounce each other yes. off. Oh, I'm like, oh, screw you. Purple. Like <laughs> well, the, the first one I saw was on. And purple's like Rubin's racing. <laughs> <laughs> was on like Twitter. And somebody was like, you know, that blue mother effer was cheating. Because like he got lapped and then he came back and won. And I'm like, yeah. he was cheating. Steroids. Rubin. Is race. <laughs> I love it. And that's what is great is the laughter and the and the creativity. But some people don't have that. And we're we're going into some seriously dark times as I laugh. Um and, and what I commented on today was to make sure, you know, you really know your story. And I think that's really important that you know, even like if I think about my own household, when things don't go right, I feel unappreciated. Because here I am putting in all this work mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be the best parent I can be. And if it doesn't work, I feel unappreciated. And so I've got to be like, okay, it's not that they don't, you know, because I'm aware of who I am and I've taken my emotional needs questionnaire yeah. and I've, and I've searched it out and, and, and I've made it known so that Rachel knows when I'm, you know, upset, Hmm, I'm sorry, probably, probably feels like it needs to be appreciated for something, you know? Yeah. And so she can look into that because I've taken that time so that the downtimes, the floor isn't as low. And so, you know, for a lot of us, hopefully, you know, we've been listening to the podcast and we've been taking our time so that we understand who we are. Um, but also it's good to be cognizant of when you're mad when you're upset, notice I pointed, by the way, to Brian. I felt bad about that. <laughs> oh, I noticed. <laughs> I, we I all know he's the angry one. Oh, I he got is. mad at you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, but is to know when, when we are feeling hurt, which is an emotional need not met or taken from us. When we're experiencing you know, anger or fear or guilt or self-condemnation, any of the things that happen from hurts, to not dwell in there for too long you know you get the frowny face when you get really mad or you go and you stomp through the house or you slam the cupboard doors and you're just mad or whatever else or raging or scared you know to stop for a second and go wait a minute okay what is it what is what just happened where i don't feel right what need wasn't met you know even for quote unquote us the experts you go real fast emotionally Mm -hmm. and you don't stop yourself and you don't go, okay, what is it? And then we go back to, okay, what do I do with that? Well, I have to be open and I have to be honest and I have to be vulnerable and say, listen, here's what I need right now. And I think what happens in these situations is couples, especially aren't in the same place Mm -hmm. uh, and how they're dealing with maybe being home or, you know, the virus in and of itself or the threat level We're in different places. And so, Person A, who's married to B, they don't agree with the, th- the, the, how they're treating it. Well, B doesn't agree with A and A doesn't agree with B. And all of a sudden we're alone in the same household. You know, rather is to just to seek to understand why they feel that way and maybe meet some needs in that process. Mm-hmm. Maybe meet them with a little bit more respect. Maybe give them a little more reassurance and a little less fear and, and a little bit of that. Whatever it is they're looking for, if we can understand why they feel the way they do. And that can be a slippery slope. Just, you know, that can turn into facts, logic, and reason. Well, like, it's only, you know, tuberculosis kills 3,000 people a day. COVID-19 only kills 56. You know, like, it it can easily... We try to make them feel like we do. Right. But we don't have their life experiences, which got them to where they are. Right. So what we can do is communicate in emotional needs rather than facts, logic, and reason. And say, listen, I need you 
to respect me a little bit more and let me make a few decisions in this household. And they may say, okay, well then I need you to give me security and know that none of your decisions are going to be this, this, or this, you know, Mm. so that we Mm -hmm. can go back and forth and speak in emotional needs, not in facts, graphs, um, arguments of, of that ilk. Mm -hmm. So I think that can help us survive our home experience with people is to continually be aware of our own emotional needs, but to discuss them with others in an open and honest way. Right. Is I think one of the keys to do that. I think another key in this process is to then be productive with our time at home in getting beyond our walls figuratively since we can't do it literally. Can I stop? Please do. And go back. Say. Go back. And this is one of these things where uh, we've talked about this before. Um, You're both cognizant of emotional needs and all of the things we've discussed or maybe you're not maybe Are you you're talking about like a couple a couple okay or a, a family Heck, in our, yeah right or, in our, or, fa- or, our families are pretty well versed in it yeah maggie's uh, still yeah. yeah she's a little selfish to be honest do she's not better. open to it yeah. do better 18 months Although too busy, too busy wandering around. a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> so two people who are aware of it or or maybe not aware of it but you have you have somebody that might be aware of it um and they're trying to meet the emotional needs of the other where at the same time they're also um, feeling alone sacrificing their needs desires all of the things and i'm not, not saying this is me nope no 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 right i'm just saying what that's clearly it, it, in <laughs> in a relationship how 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 does that one person who feel like you know all of their needs all of their other things all of their desire like it just becomes secondary right. to helping to join that one person in where they're at. It feels like in this situation, like there's no mutual giving, right? It's, it's like, okay, I I can see that I need to meet you here. Yeah. And all of these other things that I'm going to, I'm going to join you with while at the same time feeling neglected and, and, you know, frustrated in that. I would say the key to that, um, is 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 understanding one why do they feel the way they do why are they not meeting your needs and it could be because their hurt is so big they can't get out of that hole right now um or the way we are communicating our needs so either one their needs aren't being met at all even though we think we're meeting them we're not meeting them and that's why i, I encourage us to seek to understand them better so that we understand why are they the way we are because we just react to the way they are We don't join them in, or we don't seek to understand why they are the Mm -hmm. way they are. Because that'll break our heart a little bit and give us a little more patience. And if somebody is, I mean, we always say, what are the three components? Trusting that God is aware of your needs. Two, being open, honest, and vulnerable. And three, mutual giving. What you're saying is one person's not giving at all. I'm just saying. One person, I know, this isn't you and Lex. We get that. And I don't mean to short you on that, but I'm saying that's a given. Right. But that happens too often is one person's like, I'm always giving. Well, I imagine there's a lot of that happening right now. And it's such a unique situation to so many households where like people are not on the same page. People are frustrated. Right. I'm going to hang out in the living room. I'm going to hang out in the basement. And, you know, it's just right. they're become, alone in their own home. Right. But mm-hmm. and t- so one is to seek to understand more how that other person feels, because if they're so hurting, they can't help you. Mm-hmm. They literally can't. They, they just can't because they're in a survival mode. But if we can do a better job of loving them then and getting them to a point where they're, they're understanding that they're not so alone, 
they're going to see that we're together in this and that I'm not staring at you trying to fix you or get you right minded Mm -hmm. in that process. But even before that is how are we going about that? You know, like you said, are we telling them facts, logic, and reason? Mm -hmm. Here's why you shouldn't be upset or here's why, you know, I've gone to the store a lot, you know, in this process and that can cause Rachel a little bit of angst. So, she could say to me, Hey, listen, I'm just really scared or I'm really nervous, you know, and am I meeting her need when I don't go to the store? Cause I can very easily turn around and say, Hey, we need food. So we've just got to be very mm-hmm. open and honest about how it is affecting us. Mm-hmm. And if she says to me, stop going to the store, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the store yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> because I have a high need for respect and, and you want to get away and <laughs> you want to do something. You want to like, you I, know, I am an active guy, but my point is right. she says, honey, I'm just right now really angsty and I feel really nervous. Could you maybe wait and go to the store tomorrow? Or could you just wait an hour until I get in a better state? And these are not things she has said to me or anything else like that. So how are we presenting, you know, trying to meet the other person's needs or even uh, expressing our own needs? Right. Um, But back to your question. I'm sorry, Brian is one. How are we trying to help them? Are we trying to fix them or are we trying to join them? Mm. And then second of all is sometimes we do have to sacrificially love just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we've said before, Brian, when you brought it up, there's very often, what, what if, you know, you're alone in your house right now and this isn't anybody else, how your needs going to get met. Mm-hmm. And that is, you've got to reach beyond your walls. Right. And that's why we're literally alone, but let's not be figuratively alone. Right. Yeah. And I think that leads into kind of the second point that we were going to talk about. Brian. Yeah. Is, um, and again, I, I touched on it, um, when we were talking a little bit earlier about what we've been doing this week and. It's something that um, I, I saw this. I saw this video today uh, through work, and it was this um, former um, Navy SEAL, and, and his name is Jocko. Just look him up, Jocko, and he's uh, just really intimidating and, and motivational. Um, but he was he was talking about when somebody came to me with a problem. You know, he's he's like the commanding officer of the SEAL team. We can put the video in the show notes. Yeah, we we'll do that. But like he's like every time somebody would come to me, um, hey, we don't have the supplies we need. Okay, good. Or um, I, you know, our mission's been defunded. Good, we can focus on another mission. His his entire point was every challenge presents you an opportunity, and so we're being challenged in ways we've never been challenged in our life right now. Mm -hmm. So what's the opportunity? And like, that's, that's where my mindset is going. Hopefully now, you know, when I wake up in the morning, what's, what's going to, what's going to come at me? Not that I'm worried about that, but it's like, what am I going to do when it does come at me? How am I going to turn that around? And, um, like I shared on, on Thursday, of last week, um, every day I drop my kids off at school. I tell them to go be the light, go be a light. It's a dark place. There's people that need you you are probably one of the only lights that they're going to see. So what are we going to do to be a light? You know, and I, and I think like if you are alone in your home, if you are uh, just, if you're in that place where I just don't know what to do, I'm so tired of looking at Facebook and scrolling through my feed and seeing negativity, I would challenge you in that. What, what are you going to do? What are you, what are you going to look at and go, okay, good. I'm going to use this as an opportunity. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a good time for opportunity. I think one thing that I've, and I don't, I didn't mean to take over here, but I'm just going to give an example. Running out of words. What was, was kind of cool for our work. We've been getting like email updates, you know, and kind of like tips on how to work from home better, how to not go crazy, Mm -hmm. you know, while you're home. Um, And one of them was like set up. And I kind of view it as like, you know, when we walk by like a coworker friend, 
desk, you know, set up five minutes and just hit them up and say, Hey, how you doing? And just talk like that conversation that you would have like at the water cooler or at that person's desk. If you're just walking by, you know what I mean? And I just thought of like, well, and then there's like what Jay always talks about is like, ask God who to put someone on your heart. And I've been kind of doing that with work and then I'll just check in with like somebody, you know, and I'm thinking about like doing that more, more purposefully now than I think I ever have before because I like, you know me, like I'm more of a technology guy. I love technology and whatnot, but I never, like, I don't, not never, but I don't utilize it in a way that I think would, I don't utilize it as much as I should in a way that would like reach out to somebody and Hmm. like see how they're doing when I could totally do that. And this has kind of forced me into like rethinking how I want to do that. And, and also, you know, practice what you preach Jay of like reaching out to somebody that, that been put on your heart by God. And, um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been good in that way. And I, like, I feel like that's going to be a good practice, you know, and cause like, I, I think like before I was thinking of like, well, it has to be like in person. I don't know why I had like I like I had that feeling, but like that is interesting, right? I know because you you like you'll say like literally text or call, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not very clear though. <laughs> but um, the, it's just kind of just been put on my heart, like you know, much more in this time. I think that's obviously a good word, and I think one of the things I talk about also is you get my mom and I always joke because we always talk about points. You know, that she thinks she get points into heaven. Yeah. You know, and I would say the points don't get you on the team, but once you're on the team, you got to, you got to produce. But I think you get more credit in loving people when you, when you throw a little bit, a little bit of randomness into it. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're sitting here thinking or praying and you're like, you know what, you know, now that I'm having to do some homeschooling with my kids, I really appreciate my high school math teacher. Mm-hmm. And so you shoot off a Facebook message to your, you know, your high school math teacher. Say, hey, in these times, I'm just really appreciative of all the work you put into my life. He's going to see that and go, what? You know, I haven't <laughs> seen that guy in 20 yeah, years. Right. Or, you know, somebody that, that had an impact on you a while ago. I think in these times, if you get something way out of left field, it'll mean the world to you. And so that's just a, a simple way to do that as well, let alone the obvious ones. And again, it, it can it be who you are. If you're a schedule person and you guys, if you, if every day you wake up and you make your schedule out, schedule in like blessing time, we're going to bless somebody and, and, you know, and then you can think and pray about it. And if you don't come up with anybody, call your mother, you know, or call, you know, somebody else. Yeah. But if that's not who you are and you're a little more off the cuff, then just be really attentive to it all day long. And you can mail. I mean, we can mail lots of stuff these days. You know, the mailman still comes to your house, so Mm -hmm. you can still take a package. So you can actually write letters, which is something we haven't done in a while. Yeah. Um, What did somebody say? I was watching TV, and somebody said, oh, I can't read that. It's in script. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of cursive. But, yep. So we can write notes. There's lots of things we can do, but I think a lot of it is intent and just showing intent and caring for other people in this time, checking in on people. and not being afraid to be the one who initiates something is mm-hmm. I think is essential as well. That's one. That's a big one that gets me like, eh, they're not going to want to be bothered by me, you know? Right. And that's why we don't necessarily call everybody. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the phone call, but, but I will say too, one of the reasons that you and I became really good friends is because you 
came after me like not in a weird way but like you, you like, sounded weird like a spider monkey no no it's uh, it's it's a phrase i like to use like when you know somebody is they're they're very um you know not interested in you because that also sounds weird they they genuinely value you yeah. and so they go out of their way to approach you to contact you intentionally to, intentionally Intention. they're very intentional about you know reaching out and um you know i think that's one of the reasons that you and because i'm not like i mean there's very few people I'll, I'll you know take the effort and and say hey you know let's let's um unless you mean something to me mm-hmm. um you know, it's it's tough for me to reach out. It is very challenging for me. And so, like in the beginning, you know, the, of our friendship, that was something that, you know, you you did, and it was unique and, and uncommon. And I think when other people certainly recognize that, you mm-hmm. know, and so that's a challenge for you know, if if you're trying to figure out what to do in in today's, you know, crazy situation that we're in, find somebody, find two people, and and go be that. Go be that person that's intentionally reaching out and without being creepy, you know. Yeah, there's a line. Yeah, but um, but that that'll mean the world to somebody. Don't do it from behind, like a bush or a shrub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stop with "don't do it from behind." <laughs> I will not say anything to that last comment. <laughs> Chris, anything? Um, what's the topic? What are we doing here? All right. Somebody woke old man Davidson up over there. <laughs> he was still thinking about his honey bunches of oats. With but he, almonds. you know what? He's very careful and he is intentional in not stepping on our toes in this podcast. And for that, he cannot do any better. That's right. You know who else can't do better? Actually, no. Let's go over somebody that can do better. We have somebody that can do or better? Or someone? Nope. All right, then. Uh, I want to read. I have two me. do better slash can't do betters. The first one, Dateline, Bing, Missouri. Boop, 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 boop. A woman reportedly gave birth in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart <laughs> in Missouri last week after her water broke while she was shopping. Well, at least there's instant cleanup available. Well, no, it's probably. No, there's yeah, all gone. I was going to say, <laughs> plenty of room to have this baby. Oh, that's true. <laughs> a nurse who happened to be present in the Springfield Walmart assisted the mother while store manager held up a sheet for privacy. Oh, my goodness. Wow, this is ironic. The, uh, the news organization is KY. <laughs> KY3 reported. That baby just squirted right out. Firefighters arrived on the scene to help deliver the baby. Crowd control, uh, not like the best with blood, so that was my job. Holding the sheet and crowd control, making sure that nobody invaded what privacy the poor lady still had, said Jessica Hinkle, the store manager. Wow. The process took 45 minutes. It's not so bad. Customers (laughs) said a man. That's pretty good. Hey, never mind. Customers, meanwhile, could be heard cheering as the woman and her new baby were taken away by ambulance. Wait, so firefighters are trained to to perform uh, the medic stuff? Sure. Yeah. Wow. That's like um, something out of a movie. Like, like they're still getting cats out of trees and uh, you know, <laughs> birthing babies. <laughs> <laughs> there, that wasn't a movie. That was in uh, at the same time. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the. The, the the baby born in Walmart thing that was uh, oh like on one of those nine one one shows it was or a Natalie Portman movie back in I don't even remember, what was it not called? to be confused with the baby born in the Chick fil A who then got free Chick free chicken for life oh, man. 
And so then everybody was like, you know, just going to Chick-fil-A trying to have their babies. <laughs> I was at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse with Rachel. I'm like, come on, <laughs> Stupid kids. It's 2 a.m. at Chick-fil-A. They're like knocking on the door. <laughs> Let me in. You said for life. I'm still alive. <laughs> hey, Chris had a do-better earlier. Chris did? In looking for a do-better. Actually, in looking for a can't-do-better. Eric, this is your uh, oh, area yeah, of expertise. Yeah, yeah. What was Chris searching on the internet? Oh, so... There is something that we describe when uh, we're optimizing for. When you say we, what do you do? What do you just what do you do? Digital marketing. I focus on organic search, search engine op- optimization. That's right. And what we call uh, it in I, I help us get found on the Google. That's what I tell my mom. And uh, there's something called user intent. So we optimize for user intent in certain situations. And Chris was trying to find a do better or can't do better. Can't do better. Probably. Good story. Try, yeah, oh, was good story. Right, right. That's yeah, right. It was a positive because story. your intent was good. Yeah. So you were looking for positive coronavirus stories. <laughs> and what return? No, news. News. Right. Yeah. News. And all that you got was people... Testing positive testing for coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. We look over and Chris is just weeping. We're like, what's wrong, Chris? <laughs> He's like, it's just so sad. There I things. did manage to find a good one, though. So whenever we're... Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So So your yeah. Who has it? Your keywords. (laughs) Right. I switched from positive to good. Keywords paid off. Good. Good is the word for the day. Good is the word of the day. Good is the word of the day. Um, Bird is the word. So this is a drive-by birthday party for a five-year-old who you know yeah because so this is a truly coronavirus um, quarantine yeah uh, um, heartwarming story. So it happened in Elgin, Illinois. And it says, in an age of social distancing, a child's birthday party takes on a host of problems far beyond picking out a cake and a party theme. Um, the mom knew she'd have to cancel her daughter's in-person birthday party with family and neighbors, which had been scheduled for Friday. Uh, so she wasn't going to get to see family, friends. Um, but the mom did put out on um, social media that, Hey, maybe during this time people could drive by and and wish her daughter happy birthday. Yeah, and she said she just sent out the message and see what happens. And when it came time for the birthday drive-by parade at 11 a.m., little Olivia stood in front of her house with her family, and 64 cars drove by for a solid 30 minutes. Wow, oh, that's um, awesome! About half of them were recognized by the family, either friends, you know, or or relatives, but the other half were strangers from the area and and they just came by to huh. wish friends of friends and friends on facebook R- right. and stuff yeah sure. yeah but that's awesome well that's thir- great a 30 minute parade of, of happy birthday and they said they tossed birthday cards out the windows and things. oh so they, that's yeah. cool so that's awesome made a five-year-old china birthday happy you know that actually reminds me of another story if you don't mind me tagging on to this well, I'm, one i'm done and that um, was before they shut down elgin ohio so now or elgin illinois so now yeah. they couldn't even do that well, right, and it's, so locally yeah. here, West, I think it's, I think the school district is West Allegheny. Wah, wah. I could be wrong. It might, it might be a different uh, school district, but the, the teachers of West Allegheny did a, like a parade and they like yeah. decorated their cars and whatnot. And then they, they went on the bus routes, like where all the kids would be and they went by and like you know the wave the kids and you know just did like it was just like the community getting together and like what day was this? Fun. Do you know? It was very recent. Like it was. Oh, it was it was McKeesport actually. It was McKeesport. <laughs> yeah. No. Every teacher, oh, not oh, know. Yeah. every <laughs> teacher except for one, was there. 
wait, wait, wait. There wait. was no music at this parade because of the one guy that we needed. So the teachers and the students communicated. The students went out and stood at like their bus stops. Is that what you're saying? And I, then I think so. Yeah, like the, the teachers drove and they drove the bus routes, and you know hmm. they had a little parade. I was like, that's pretty cool. That is cool. And I um. And it was, it was for elementary school kids, let's be clear, because, like, nobody's getting <laughs> The high school, the high school like, kids were like, no, I'll play Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing eggs at the teachers as they drove by. My wife, Amy's school district, um, had planned a similar thing for today. and the, Got the kibosh. Yeah, it got the kibosh. They said no. Man, just chance guess. to show off the Tesla. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I wanted. <laughs> so, yeah, they were being pretty strict about that. In, but that's in awesome. That it's, it's, it's nice to see people, like, Getting creative Being, in ways yes, to innovative, and that's like bringing communities together. And those people can't do better. And that's how we like to end the show. And with that, we are going to wrap up episode sixty-eight um, of lunchtimeinrome dot com. Pod in place is that, is that what the Podca- name? That's podcast, right. podcast in place. In place. Yep. Um, again, we will have all the show notes, all the things that we referenced here um out on out on the website so please visit visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com let's be honest you don't have a whole lot more going on right now so again <laughs> go back in time catch up on the podcast take the the relational needs questionnaire um if you have at this point not downloaded or um are following us please do that and again if you're feeling alone if you're feeling isolated if you're feeling separated please um email us Tweet us. Just get in touch with us. We we want to hear what you're going through. We want to hear your struggles. We want to hear your joys uh, in this time. Don't don't further isolate yourself. Um, and we will celebrate and 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 uh, rejoice or mourn with you as it's appropriate. Um, obviously, everything's changing each day. So, but we are here for you in some capacity. Um, so, with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. Um, and uh, we do wish you well. Please stay safe. Please. Stay as healthy as you can. Use your common sense. And um, please find a way to uh, do good and and overcome the things that you're going through right now. With that, see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye. Just use the stick. A little yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Maybe that's racist. Governor Wolf is outside the window staring at us. <laughs> what a nerd. Yeah. I'm the daddy. I'm the dad. <laughs> you also like to sweep. Robin is racing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>